Oh God. Oh God. Nope. Okay. Sorry y'all. I'd already hit. I, yep. Nope. Okay. As soon as I hit record, I thought that I was about to sneeze and, uh, I'm very sorry about that very unprofessional opening to the podcast, but see, uh, I don't edit these things because I literally record them in the park. That's why they call park rants. And then I just upload them. So that's just how this one's going to start. I'm sorry. Hey, how's everybody doing? I hope that you are uh, dealing with Mercury being in retrograde better than I am. And I got to be honest with you, uh, and this is no offense to all our astronomers out there or people that, you know, at least subscribe to that, uh, any of those beliefs. But like, I always thought that that was, you know, bullshit. And maybe it is. By the way, can you hear those birds? Oh, of course they shut up now. Well, there's some pretty birds chirping. Anyways, I thought all that mercury in retrograde thing was uh, bullshit until uh, the other day, me and my wife have been in just an absolute funk for the past like six days where like I, I got convinced myself I was sick, but I didn't, I wasn't, I can't explain it. <laughs> like I wasn't sick. I just wasn't there. Neither one of us were just there. Um, you know, it, it, and of course she was like, oh my God, am I getting postpartum depression? I was like, well, if you are, I am too. And I don't think that happens. So no. And so anyways, I was just, I, I hadn't talked to my mom in a couple of days, which is very abnormal for me. Cause I usually talk to her at least once, sometimes twice or three times a day. We just tied as all, but I hadn't talked to her in a couple of days cause I was just so depressed. And I didn't want to talk to anybody. And I finally called her and uh, I was like, yo, mom, I'm sorry. I haven't talked to you in a couple of days, but uh, I just, you know, low key been feeling awful. And she's like, she's like, well, you know, Mercury's in retrograde. And I thought she was making a joke, <laughs> you know, because my mom is like a, a pretty conservative lady. And I thought she was just doing like, oh, yeah, that's because Mercury's in retrograde. And you're one of them liberals and blah, blah, <laughs> you know, I thought that was going to be the deal. And I was like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. And then she was like, no, I'm serious. And so she started naming like every symptom I was having. And she was like, yeah, Mercury's in, in retrograde and blah, 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 blah. And so then like we got to looking on like the last time Mercury was in retrograde. And like I specifically remember like, oh, my God, I remember that because me and Amber were blah, blah, blah. And I felt the same. I felt the same way. I was like, holy shit, maybe there is something to this. And I said, well, honestly, thank you, mama, because at least now I know what it is. And like, you know, even if something sucks, when you know what it is, it's like way better. And she goes, yeah, well, it's going to be in retrograde till May 14th. So there's that. And I was like, oh, shit. But I did wake up uh, today uh, feeling better and the sun's out. I think that helps, you know. And for the record, the point of this little post is uh, if you are... Uh, adverse to getting any type of health advice from me, which I could understand if you are, you can just stop listening because that's about to be what's going to happen. I never have claimed to know shit. I don't have no degree in health and I've definitely lived unhealthy most of my life, but I just wanted to share something that I just realized. Um, and today I, I realized it today and I think that it sort of proves the, um, Oh God, what's the word? I still ain't all there. The benefits of creating habits. Like we talk about that. Everybody talks about that all the time. It's like, oh, being healthy is about creating habits. You know, it's like at first you, it's going to be really hard because 
you you're not used to doing these things but if you just stick it out they'll become habits and habits are how you know you sustain something like this throughout your life and uh yeah we all hear it and it's like yeah okay whatever you know but so i have not really been in the gym since the baby was born there's you know several reasons for that number one uh i work out with my buddy rob and i ain't wanted to go nowhere since my baby was born because i like chilling at the house with my wife and there's also been like dude this morning i wake up at like seven every day but like i don't get out of bed sometimes till 10 or 11 but that's only because that's when we feed our baby and he passes out on my chest afterwards and i just can't bring myself to wake him up so that i can go you know work out or get any type of work done so then like once i finally do get up you know it's time for daddy to get some work done and then later we feed him and i'm tired and i want to go to bed yada yada it's all excuses i'm very aware but i just not been in the gym you know so i starting to feel a little bit bad about myself and then you know i said i woke up this morning and i was feeling good and i was like i'm oh man and the sun's out dude i'm gonna go to the park i'm gonna do a park ramp for the sub stackers this is gonna be great i feel awesome i've also been avoiding the scale for like a month and a half because i hadn't been in the gym and i was like dude i don't need that kind of negativity in my life and for the record um i you know again don't have no health degree or nothing but like <clears throat> i would advise against stepping on the scale often for real uh because the way i see it like i just go by my clothes like if my clothes fit the way i want them to fit i don't need to look at the scale and if my clothes fit worse than i want them to fit then i know i need to you know lock it down but that number is just going to piss you off for the most part because like you know there there were times in my life where i weighed 180 but i looked and felt worse than times when i've like currently when i'm 200 so like it really at the end of the day like it only matters if it matters to you you know what i mean and like most for the most part it can only piss you off so i've been avoiding it and, and y'all like <laughs> Well, just the details because I think it helps. Um, before we went to the hospital, I weighed like 197. That's a good playing weight for me. You know, it ain't my goal, but it's like I can walk around feeling okay at 197. Under 200, cool. Well, <laughs> when we got home from the hospital, and y'all know because I checked in with y'all on occasion that um, we were at the hospital like on and off for two weeks just eating hospital food and chips and just going in bro and uh and so i plumped up you know i got to like i don't know close to 208 or something and so th that's when i stopped I was like i ain't looking at the scale again for a while you know so i get back uh, get up today and i'm like you know what i feel good i'm just gonna look at the scale because i need to know how vigorous of a walk that I need to take today, you know? What are we working towards? And so I step on the scale, expect, fully expecting y'all, and I, uh, fully expecting for it to say 220, right? And it said 200, which if you go from where I was before the baby is only a, a net gain of three pounds, and I was blown away. I was like, how on earth is this possible when I haven't been working out, the only thing I've been doing is on, the, on an occasion, I'll go for a walk, you know? And like, I haven't been really sticking strict to my like, you know, high protein, keto, what I haven't really been doing that. I've kind of just been eating whatever people have brought to the house, 
you know, because you, A, it's good food. Like, brother, I've told y'all this a bunch. Brothers and sisters, friends that be on the binary. I'm not saying that every day of my life I will go out seeking chicken and dumplings or seeking chicken casserole. However, if those items are at my house every day, I will eat them every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, look, man, uh, the, the, the key to success is knowing who you are and what your faults are, and that's a big old fault of mine is uh i just i love that country cooking and when it's around me i'm waiting so i've been doing that right so it's like surely to god dude no movement been eating like shit and then like it hit me and i called my trainer and he was like yeah but have you been overeating and i was like now that i think about it no i was like no not at all like every time we had that food i had a sensible portion and then i didn't go back for seconds because i was full and he's like, would you eat that three times a day? And I was like, no, I'd usually save that for dinner. And during the day, I was, holy crap, I was actually drinking my protein drinks and my salads. I was like, I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think that I was doing that. And he goes, yeah, bro. He goes, that's because those are your habits now. So even though you slacked off a little bit, he's like, your body is smarter than you give it credit for. He's like, you've made these habits to where like your body knows what 1,600 and 1,700 calories is. And your body knows like, okay, I've had too much. Maybe lay off the next meal a little bit. And I was like, bro, I didn't even think about it like that. He goes, yeah, dude, that's what habits are. He's like, the reason that even though you had a life change, that you were able to still keep it under the control and manage it is because you do those things in your subconscious now. And I was, I was, and it makes so much, and I hate to be cliche and like, uh, I bring a lot of things back to golf and it's very cliche to, you know, say, oh, everything in life you learn on the golf course. But like, it is the same as like, when you first start playing golf, just like when you first start living healthier, it's difficult because you've got like eight or nine swing salts in your head and it's confusing. You're having to learn something and do something different for the first time. And so it's like, you're standing there, it's like, okay, address the ball, uh, put it behind my back foot, uh, uh, waggle, waggle, keep your head down, uh, make sure that your elbow's tucked in, make sure that you don't throw over the top, you know, make sure that you swing through the ball. And you've got all these going on in your head and then you hit one into the water because you're confused. But then slowly, each one of those things becomes a habit and you no longer have them as a swing thought. Your only swing thought can then just be keep your head down because the other things you naturally do because you've been doing them for so long. Now, that sounds stupid, but like apparently it's the same way with like your diet and, and your health or whatever. And so anyways, I just wanted to say that because th this is the first time in my life I've actually noticed the habits thing. Like you get told all the time, but I don't think you really appreciate how important habits are. And as far as like my mental health goes, you know, it's been right there in front of my face the whole time. Like part of the reason that I've done so well with my depression, sorry, I stopped being funny. Uh, one of the reasons I've done so well with my depression is obviously the medication helps, but like my therapist made me develop these habits. Like, and at first it was hard, dude. Like when I would get pissed off or sad, my natural inclination would be to either punch a wall or lay down for a while. And my therapist was like, no, you know, simple, simplify it. Count to 10, walk away, breathe, whatever. And it's hard at first, but now I do it without even thinking. 
subconsciously. It's no longer a swing thought. It's just my swing, baby. You understand what I'm saying? So, anyways, uh, you know, I'm not one for being a, a guru or anything. It's not really my style, but I do like to be open about um, things that work for me because, you know, I'm a pretty average Joe, like an insanely average Joe, so I just always assume, like, it literally, if I can do something, so can I, that's 100% true. If there's anything I can do, y'all can do it too. Maybe not stand up, but that's only because I've been doing it for 20 years. I have habits, you know what I mean? Um, but anyways, yeah, habits, dude, they'd be wild. So in closing on this park rant, uh, I'd like to tell y'all that I'm going to be in Little Rock, Arkansas this weekend at the Ron Robinson Theater. You can go to treycrowder.com for tickets or wellreadcomedy.com for tickets. I hope to see you there. We're also on those websites. You can find tickets for all the Trey solo shows and our shows in Asheville and Knoxville, which are coming up soon. And I know that a lot of y'all are going to sit there and go, oh, Mr. Part-Time Funny Man, I thought, did you, I thought that you want to stay at home. And what is it? And, and raise your kids. Well, I do. That's why I've, <laughs> I've did the only shows that I took this year uh, are in the South because it means I can be home in like 24 hours. You know what I mean? It's like, surprisingly, uh, my mortgage don't really give a fuck what it is that I want to do. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I hope y'all come see us. I hope you check out Putting On Airs, me and Trey's uh, podcast about talking about fancy people stuff. I think the episode that dropped today is one of my favorites. It was super funny. Um, Trey talked about, well, interestingly enough, Trey talked about health fads and the um, Venn diagram of where they overlap as it pertains to uh, trashy people and fancy people. And I did a lecture on uh, Pope Gregory's War on Cats. It's a super fun show. And I wish that y'all would give it a shot. And hey, listen, even if you don't want to give it a shot, <laughs> like you're like, hey, I'm not into that stuff, just go subscribe to it on your podcast app and download it. That way, at least we'll get the numbers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't care if you listen. Just give me them numbers. That'd be fun. Um, and speaking of that, thank you to everybody on this Substack who chips in the five bucks a month. Um, obviously, I know there's people out there who can't afford it, which is why we will continue giving virtually... 99.9.9999% of everything away for free, no matter what. Like I said, in upcoming, there might be a couple things that I literally have to put behind a paywall just because of bandwidth and stuff, but like virtually everything. Um, and if you want to make a one-time donation to the show because you don't like recurring payments, then you can always PayPal me at buttercreamcory at gmail.com. But either way, the only thing I really care about is that you're here and we get to have our little chats. Looking forward to talking to y'all soon. I'm going to go to Arkansas, which I do love, but I'm nervous because I want to be with my baby boy. All right. I've babbled enough. Love y'all. Bye.